What's going on, everybody? Welcome into the West Side Sports Podcast. I am your host, Dakota Ezri. If this is your guys' first time listening to the show, welcome. This podcast is free and available on all major podcast recording platforms with podcasts coming out four to five days a week. Today is the double drop for today. Uh, previous one earlier was specifically for the Seattle Mariners' heartbreaking loss last night in Houston. Take, take a check out on that if you have a couple minutes to listen to that. This kind of gives you a breakdown of everything I saw from last night, the matchups, who shined, who kind of fell short, all that stuff. Uh, this podcast today is going to be specifically an update on around the world, which I normally do on every podcast, but I've been kind of giving a breakdown, especially with the playoffs for the Mariners and everything like that. For, but today is a deeper around the world. I'm going to cover a handful of topics. I'm going to cover the communications director, Eric Kay, for the Angels. And then I'm going to do a Seahawks breakdown of Sunday's loss. I am a couple days behind, but I'm trying to make up for you guys. So if you guys enjoyed the overall content, please do me a favor, subscribe, leave a rating. All that really helps me out a ton. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to my podcast. Around the world today, we'll start out with Devontae Adams has been formally charged with misdemeanor assault for shoving a photographer after the Monday Night Football loss to the Kansas City Chiefs at Arrowhead Field. Um... Just a terrible look for the uh, or regular. Uh, excuse me, if I can actually talk today. A terrible look for the Raiders or organization. Uh, Devontae Adams was brought in to be a leader of the clubhouse and on the field, and the fact that he took his frustrations out on a photographer is a low blow on all accords. No surprise on this one, as I've been talking about. Uh, I don't want to call him a star, but he's just a good player. Draymond Green will not be suspended for the practice altercation between him and Jordan Poole. No shocker there, as the Warriors are pretty soft when it comes to overall reprimanding their players. They don't want to actually do anything because Draymond will just go on his podcast, like I'm doing, and then just air his, his dirty laundry. So, have fun with that, Golden State Warriors fans. Tua Tungavailoa is expected to practice today. He is, quote, unlikely to play this week in week six, even if he is cleared from the concussion protocol. Dodgers take game one, five to three over the Padres yesterday. Early offense, strong outings from the bullpen help Los Angeles get the game one dub. Uh, Be curious to see how Padres bounce back for game two with the depth of their rotation. Phillies take game one, seven to six over over the Atlanta Braves. Led by Bryce Harper going three for three on the day. Nicholas Castellanos three for uh, two, two for three with three RBIs, and they had an overall good day at the plate. Former communications director Eric K of the Los Angeles Angels has been sentenced to 22 years in prison for the role in the death of young man left-handed pitcher by the name of Tyler Skaggs, who passed away to a fentanyl. Uh, of overdose of drugs that was uh, laced with fentanyl that he provided to Skaggs. Um, quick moment here. I'm not trying to just purely smash the Angels or, or organization, but this is a bad look. And I've, I'm I'm calling out Rob Manfred to say you have an organization in Major League Professional Baseball to where you had a member that sold laced drugs, illegal drugs, to a young man who died tragically. Way too young before you could even approach, approach or even taste his 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 uh, his prime of, of his career. You haven't made the playoffs in ten years. The fact that you haven't done anything with Shohei Otani and Mike Trout, you fail to even. I mean, your uh, the uh, p- promotional deals are weak and soft. Your ballpark doesn't make any sense. If I'm Rob Manfred, I'm having a serious conversation with the Angels owner and saying, do you actually want this team? Your fans deserve a better product. 
You know? How, I mean, it's just, uh, as a Mariners fan, I feel almost bad, in a sense, for how bad the Angels are. Right? Who? I mean, who cares about the Angels, honestly? If, unless you're, you're, you're an Angels fan, and if you are, I'm not trying to be rude or disrespectful. But these are, these are the facts. After everything that happened between Ty, Ty, uh, Tyler Skaggs, excuse me, Mike Trout has less playoff hits than Jared Kelenic, right? Which is just a pure stat, just to toss in there, right? As a uh, c- comparison. Shohei Otani has done nothing. He has a now a god complex for, for the Angels, where he just laughs and has no emotion, takes three and a half minutes in, in, in between his pitches, yada, 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 right? But something has to be addressed. You re, you brought back, you re-signed the bully of Phil Nevin, who who orchestrated and did a hit job on the Mariners and, and Jesse Winker. He got a 10-game suspension, was like the highest in Major League Baseball history for a manager, and you bring him back? Not even Mike Sosha? You don't go talk to Joe you don't go talk to Joe Madden again, who's actually won a championship? You bring back Phil freaking Nevin as your coach. Wow. You know, if I'm ever since you cut Jerry DePoto, you guys have been cursed. And that's a fact. He drafted Mike Trout. He brought he was there for the Tim Salmon days and all, all, all that good stuff. Vladdy. And you have not tasted anything anything close to even a good baseball team since. Anthony Rendon, waste of money. Noah Syndergaard, cut bait with him. And uh, I just want to say, if there are any Angels fans who want a real team to root for, come up a couple hours north. Seattle Mariners have been waiting there and we'll, we'll welcome you with open arms and we'll give you a pat on the back and say we're sorry for your all, all years of punishment and misery because we've experienced that as well. Okay, we're done with that with that conversation. PSG superstar Mbappe, if I got the uh, name wrong, I apologize, please let me know, has asked to leave PSG after signing a $48 million per year contract that equivalents to the US dollar, even though it is in euros, just a few months ago. And uh, Baker Mayfield will be out two to six weeks after uh, he will not require a IR stint or surgery needed for his ankle injury, which is a positive thing for the Carolina Panthers as they are currently in the midst of a massive dumpster fire season and uh, would not be shocked if they tear it all down and build it back up after they fired Matt Rule and the defensive coordinator. But now it's time for us for a sponsored ad break. Do you enjoy quality, clean energy? Do you crash hard after your midday coffee? Check out W Energy. W Energy is a keto-friendly energy option for those who need a friendly little pick-me-up through the course of a long work day. No midday crashes or jitters, W Energy provides a boost of tasty, crash, jitter-free energy to help you conquer that busy day. Free of artificial colors and dyes, it's even sugar-free. Use code WSS to get 10% off your order today. Again, use code WSS in caps to get 10% off your order today. Seattle Seahawks. We got a whole lot to get into today. Obviously, we lost 39-32 in New Orleans. The game was hideous. Flags all over the place. Um, I got a lot of takeaways from, from, from this game. First thing I got to do is address the fact that that broadcasting crew, Brandon Godden's not a bad commentator. Matt Millen was god-awful. Awful. I've talked to so many random people in the stores just asking them, hey, did you by chance watch the Seahawks game? What'd you think about the uh, the commentary booth? People who don't even watch football hardly were like, who's the clown who keeps talking about literally like not even related conversation? He's just tr- talking on a random whims and talking about wrestling backgrounds for 
10 minutes and it's it was bad it was bad from beginning until end right they play on the field lots of offense no defense I know, but overall, speaking of offense, it was a stellar day again by Geno Smith. 268 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. Ken Walker, first NFL touchdown on his huge 69-yard touchdown run. Congratulations, young man. Uh, there's going to be a big role for you coming up for the rest of the season, unfortunately, but we'll get into that here in a few minutes. Tyler Lockett had a big day on Sunday, posting five receptions for 104 yards, two touchdowns. Fantasy owners like myself who have Tyler Lockett, rejoice. Uh, because this is going to be more of a, of a consistent thing. I'm seeing DK Metcalf losing concentration, right? I'm going to do more uh, a deeper dive on this possibly later on in the week. I will be taking the weekend off. I'll be gone from Friday through Sunday um, for a family hunting trip. So I'll be trying to get that out for you guys beforehand. If I don't, it'll be coming out Monday. Uh, but uh, Tyler Lockett continues just to do really well in the system. Shane Waldron is you know, firing on, on all cylinders. And part of that firing on all cylinders, we have to talk about the tight end group. Because for years, I've pleaded, begged, mercifully, gods, football gods, please, Russell, somebody, throw the ball to a damn tight end to save your life. I'm not asking for a lot. I'm really not. We have we had Greg Olson, Jimmy Graham, Gerald Everett. Yep, really pretty dang good tight ends. Russell just was incompetent to figure out how to throw the ball to a tight end. It was like a you know, a failure to receive code for a, you know, a desktop, a desktop uh, computer. It was bad, 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 bad. Um, but they're flourishing. The tight ends are really doing well in this system. Three receptions for, for Noah Fant, averaging 16 and a half per reception. Will Disley checked in with two for, for 21 as well. Kind of bummed I didn't see any Colby Parkinson in this game. But uh, there's just a lot of offense. We're the number one statistical offense in football, which I would never have guessed with, with, with Geno Smith, the quarterback. No due disrespect or shade at Geno, but nobody was guessing this coming. Jason Myers was solid, going two for two on the day with a long of 56 yards. He continues to be really good in a nice bounce back season so far for, for Jason Myers about a quarter of the way through the season. Finally, Cody Barton. You actually did something. Recorded some tackles, 12 total tackles, seven solos. Al Woods had a great game. Unfortunately, he did get a little bit of an injury, but it sounds like it's more of like a, uh, not like a cramp, but like an advanced cramp. So it sounds like from Pete on the on the Brock and Salk show that he it's more of like a tolerance thing to be able to work through it. A lot of his family was in uh, in attendance at the game on Sunday because he is from New Orleans and actually does shrimping in his off season. For those who don't know, fun fact: Al Woods is a shrimper. In his off time, and a great businessman, but he had a great day on, on on the game, and just another game, another week, another opportunity for Tariq Wollen to get another pick, who is clearly starting to pull away in the rookie of the year conversation. Tariq Wollen, God bless you, man. You are so good. You're so talented. You're so long. You're so fast. You're everything Pete Carroll could have dreamed in a corner. And the comparisons to Richard Sherman are really starting to make sense now. Speaking of defense, I gotta address the defensive issues because there's a lot of them. When the Seahawks announced that they would be changing their defensive scheme, that was a lot of there was a lot of optimism behind it. For years, we've watched teams use the quote small passing attack led by veteran backup quarterbacks such as Colt McCoy and others to rack up 300 plus yards a game. We watched Matt Schaub come in throw for, for, for 400 yards. Clint said, Clint Hurt said to begin our season that we will quote we will be aggressive. The result so far from this new defense has been nothing less than awful. 
And in the previous game, we couldn't stop the pass to save our lives, but we were in the middle of the pack when it came to stopping the run, something that Pete prides himself on every single year. Now we can't stop the run to save our lives. Quarterbacks like Jared Goff, who had literally nobody to throw the ball to, still found a way to shred us, to post over 400 yards passing and four touchdowns to practice squad wide receivers. Quandre Diggs, I'm calling you out. We need you to step up and play some freaking football. I'm sick and tired of seeing, quote, business decisions, as KJ Wright likes to call them. Make a play. That play against the Lions where uh, Jamal Williams, or uh, yeah, Jamal Williams, I think his name is, that he gets free. He's on that 50-yard touchdown run. Quadre Diggs could have wrapped him up, but he took a side decision, or he, he decided to go side body against him, and he bounced off of him. We need... Quandre Diggs to pro, to play to his money, to play to his potential for what he's capable of, and he's not doing it, and it's really hurting our defense because without a true center fielder, we all know Pete Carroll relies upon a true center fielder at the top safety position to make this this defense work regardless of scheme. And when you have a, a good player, a very good player, the, the quality of Quandre Diggs, you need him to step up and play according football. Pass rush. Let's just be frank. What the hell is going on? Who at the end of, at the end of Sunday's game, Uchenna Wosu, bless his heart, was like the only player doing anything on pass rush at all, besides for him and Al Woods, which is ridiculous. Lost his patience on the end at the end of uh, at the end of the game for a damn good reason. Because Daryl Taylor, why aren't you putting up anything this season? You literally look like you could give a rat's ass less if you're actually on that field. I'm, I'm, if Daryl Taylor was undrafted, I'd cut him. I'm done watching players and people are saying, well, he had six and a half sacks. You can't cut him. What about this? What if the, what if the, the, uh, the uh, scheme's wrong? I'm going to get to that, right? But when Boye Mafe is flat out outplaying you on the field, you're not sacking the quarterback. You're not setting an edge against running plays. You are doing nothing to help this defense. You are literally just a person in a, in a jersey on a field. That can't happen. You were drafted in the second round out of Tennessee to be a, vol- a, viol- a, a volatile excuse me, playmaking edge rusher. Step the hell up and play some damn football. I'm sick and tired of watching trash. So many things are out of whack on defense for Seattle. I don't even know which one which has more, more holes, guys. A sponge? A piece of Swiss cheese? Or the Seattle Seahawks, ha- Seahawks defense? I know it's a bad analogy. But it's the God's honest truth. This is putrid. It's disgusting. It's a it's an abomination to what Pete Carroll stands for as a defensive head coach and run the football. And without being able to play to play defense, your defense is getting gassed. They're getting tired. They're getting gashed and gassed. Or it's G and G. It's GGs. It's bad and bad. It's this is what you need to do. Figure it out. Clint Hurt, if your scheme ain't working, fix the damn scheme. I'm I'm sick and tired of watching this trash. As far as I'm considered, and I know this is a little bit of a brash statement, Clint Hurt, you can walk home and think, and take that time to think about what you've done, about what you've actually helping this team with. We have no pass rush. We cannot stop the the run to save our lives. Taysom Hill just ran like a ser- like a gazelle in the Serengeti in the middle of Africa. Like, how often does this need to happen week after week after week after week? I mean, excuse my language. Like, son of a bitch. Like, 
what needs to happen? And I do not drop this language very often, but how many games do we have to sit here and go through week after week of agonizing pain watching a defense that can't do its job? Clint Hurt, if your scheme doesn't work, either you fix it or you get fired. It's very simple. And Pete Carroll, I need you to step up, grab those, those you know, cojones, and figure out this defense. Because clearly, your your defensive coordinator doesn't know Jack Diddley's squad about how to fix these problems. Roster thing, a couple roster updates. Obviously, for those who don't know, Rashad Penny, fractured fibula, out, out for season. He did have successful surgery today. Sounds like everything went smoothly. Not a problem. They signed running back Tony Jones Jr. off, uh, off of waivers as a uh, corresponding move to putting uh, Penny on the IR. Linebacker Bruce Irvin has reunited with, with the Seahawks at the age of 34. It is a late kind of a flyer to see what, what he can help with. Bruce Irvin's known for, for two things. Making plays, setting the edge, excuse me, I guess three things, and rushing the quarterback. Please, for the love of everything that's possibly holy, rush the quarterback. This is what the Seahawks, when they were in their their their, their prime, their hay of, of their of, of their career. Cliff Averill, Chris Clemens, Michael Bennett. You were tenacious and nasty. And just please just find a way to rush the damn quarterback. Here's a fun fact for you guys. Tyrell Lockett has currently 406 receiving yards, which are the most he's had through the first five games of any season he's been in the Seattle Seahawks organization. For those who don't know, the time change. This week's game versus the Arizona Cardinals will be moved from 1.05 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. on Fox this will happen in case the Mariners and Astros series goes to Sunday. Fingers crossed that happens. Okay, we're walking off and I'm out today. After the loss in New Orleans, the Hawks have the opportunity to reset at home versus the Cardinals, who are reeling off of a loss last week versus the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Ken Walker will get his first NFL start under his belt. Hopefully this defense can address some issues with the time they have. Running back James Conner on the men with some, with them, uh, some injury issues currently. This will pretty much limit Kyler Murray to be the main focus of the running attack coming in this week. It will be paramount to stop him for the Seahawks to get a dub on Sunday. In Gino, we trust. Go Hawks. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoyed, please subscribe, leave a rating. Um, if you guys like these double drops on uh, the same day, please let me know. At PNW Professor, you can find me there. Capitals, uh, at Westside Sports 7 on Twitter. Um, Sports in the, in the Northwest, uh, f- Facebook group, all that stuff's available. Please reach out to me. Let me know what you guys want me to, 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 to talk about. Thank you guys so much for taking the time out of your day for listening. See us rise. Go Hawks. And let's get a damn dub. Peace.